Welcome to episode 219 of The Amy Ayler Show. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 219. So darling ones, today's episode is taken from a Facebook Live that I did with my dear friend Liz Logan all about how to end 2018, end your year with peace and grace and momentum. Enjoy. So have you noticed that sometimes when it comes to the end of a year, the year is winding down, that somehow we start beating ourselves up. I like to call it having an inner mean girl attack where all that we can see are our failures, our disappointments, the things we didn't complete, the things we said we were going to complete and then didn't, you know, all of that stuff. And we start going into this beating ourselves up cycle. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Well, guess what? Liz and I are here to help you with that exact thing. This is all about transforming your self-doubt into self-confidence. And we're doing that just in time for you to end this year with peace and with grace. I'm so excited to have my dear friend, Liz Logan with me. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's really a trailblazer, truly a trailblazer in the world of wellness and female entrepreneurship. She travels around the world in big and small ways. She goes and leads big retreats. She goes and leads small retreats. She's amazing. We actually have our own retreat that we're co-leading together in the magical wonderland of Vail, Colorado coming up in January. Check it out at soultosoullive.com. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but you know, what I love about Liz is that first of all, her positivity and positive attitude is absolutely infectious. She's one of those people that you are around and you feel like you're basking in sunshine just wherever she goes. And I'm just so incredibly excited to have you here on the Amy Ayler show. Thanks Liz for being here. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. I, you're one of my favorite people to talk to. So (laughs) well, thanks lady (laughs) to talk to you. It's awesome. But, um, but thank you for that introduction. I, uh, I just feel blessed to be on this journey of influencing people's lives with, with you and all the things that you're doing in your world. Thank you, darling. Yeah. So, okay. So you and I were talking before we went live about this tendency at this time of year, like we're just, you know, for those of you that are in the U S and celebrate Thanksgiving, we just had that. We're now officially in the holiday season. Things can be a little bit hectic. And then we start realizing that the year is almost over and a little bit of a panic sets in. What does this happen to you and your clients? I'm sure. You know, it's, it's actually why I wanted to talk about it today, because I yeah. feel like I have this disclaimer about this conversation that this is actually, we're having this conversation today to help ease my level of stress <laughs> right now, because I feel like, yeah, there's something about the timing of Thanksgiving and we're so, you know, thankful and grateful for all the people that we're surrounded by during that holiday. And then it's like, we blink and wake up the next morning and it's just go time and it's chaos. And we got to hurry and decorate the house for Christmas. And there's a massive to-do list and, oh wait, it's black Friday. And then it's cyber Monday and it's small shop, small Saturday. And it's, (laughs) it's so much to think about and to do. And what I was reflecting on the other day, which is kind of where this whole concept came for me, I, I hit this every single time at this time of year. I'm always like, all right, chill out. You need to go out and get fresh air, which I highly recommend. One of my favorite things yeah. to do in a moment when you're like this is just to take a pause and go take a 10 minute, you know, reset walk because the chaos will be there when you get back. And it's just, <laughs> Super important to do those self-care moments throughout the day. For sure. 
Yeah. But what I was going to say is that, um, you know, in the massive busyness of life, we, we go off these to-do lists and it feels like for me right now, what's happening is instead of my to-do list getting smaller, it's getting bigger, but even more so, which I, I feel like a lot of people can relate to is I'm suddenly going, Oh my God, the end of the year is here. And I can't believe that there's still all this stuff that's on my list. And what have I been doing all year? And it's November. Right. 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 Totally. Well, and so, I mean, this is something that happens with, I know both of our clients, women that we're in workshops with women in the corporate sector that we're working with. It's like this massive time to beat ourselves up and say that we haven't gotten enough done. And those really good intentions that maybe we started the year out with haven't come to fruition. Life happens for sure. But what do you feel like is one of the biggest things that you do to help the women that you work with really snap out of that. You mentioned going outside, which I think is so important. What, what else do you got around that? So, so I love goals and I am, I'm a massive goal setter. I'm a high level achiever. I love striving for greatness in my life. I, I feel like if the bar is up here, I'm going to push the ceiling and try to try to achieve even higher levels than that. So you know, I, I don't fault anyone in the, the goals, but what I think we lose sight of is that sometimes we're losing, we're living too much in the future and forgetting what we're doing in this moment or what we've done up until this point to get us here. You know, when you, when you look at a little baby trying to take their first steps, it's not like they're going from crawling to sprinting, right. you know, they take the hand off the table and then they fall and then they stand back up and they try it again. And, And so I just, first, I think that there's this, um, room for grace right now is, is what I would say is give yourself permission to look at all of your to do's, but then to flip it on its head, which is what I love doing, which we're going to be doing part of this in our soul to soul live retreat together, which I'm so excited about. We'll talk about that in a second, but is to really look at what have you accomplished this year? Mm -hmm. Where have you gotten to? And give yourself some attaboys, set down the self-criticism, self, set down all, all of the remarks that you want to beat yourself up over and just look at the, look at how far you have come, you know, think about the things that you've done since January. And even before that, if that list doesn't satisfy you, go, go further back. But it was funny because I was really beating myself up over the weekend going, I cannot believe I haven't done this, all this list. And then mm-hmm. when I shifted And I did that exercise where I started coming from a place of grace and listing all of the things that I've done this year. I actually was like, holy, are we allowed to say, are we allowed to curse on your show? I don't know. We we are on the show. We'll see if Facebook bans us, but you never know. (laughs) All right. Well, X X that out. But I'm a huge um, believer that when we can really set the intention on what we have done, we look back and go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I was giving myself so much grief for the things that I haven't because I actually have done a lot of things. All right. So everyone watching, listening, I want you to take out a piece of paper and just right now in this moment, why not? You're listening, right? Just list three wins, five wins, 10 wins. What are you proud of yourself for? And I feel like so often, and I know you and I talk about this a lot, it's like for women, 
we're so easy, women especially, and guys that are watching, I know, don't worry, I don't think that you're completely off the hook of this, but women in particular, we have a really strong negativity bias in our brains. It's actually how our brains work. So we are programmed, the biology of our brains is about looking for the thing that's not done. It's about you know, finding that one poisonous berry so that we don't eat it and we don't feed it to our young, you know? So it's like our brains are programmed this way. But if you flip it on its head, as you said, Liz, and really look at, well, what have I done? And I think not only those accomplishments and those things of what have I done, but also who have you become? Mm -hmm. Who are you proud of becoming more this year? Maybe you have more patience this year. Maybe you have more compassion for other people's situations. Maybe you have more self-compassion this year. Like who have you become? Because we focus so often on the doing and forget about the being part. Right. Right. Well, and, and that's part of the practice is, you know, you do you. So as Amy said, get out your paper and start just when I do mind mapping, where you just throw out anything that comes to mind of who you've become, what you've done in this year thus far. And there's no wrong or right with this answer, but I want you to really go, um, on a small scale with this too. So it's not like, you know, I started a company. It could be as small as I figured out a way not to, uh, eat dessert after eight o'clock or, you know, I got help with carpools. So I wasn't so stressed the minute I got to work or whatever that small, I mean, that's a huge milestone in my opinion, but for you, that inner critic is going to come in and be like, Oh, that was nothing. Like that took me two seconds to figure out. Don't do that. Get that self-criticism out of there. As Amy always says, the mean girl does not exist in this exercise in particular (laughs) and really be nice about what all the things that you've done. I mean, I cleaned out a closet that I have looked at for 10 years and as I walk by it every day of my life and I'm like, not today, not doing that. <laughs> and this year I did it. And I was like, Woo-hoo-hoo! that's you know, amazing. Yeah. yeah and share it below. If you're, if you're here on the Facebook live with us, share it below. We'd love to celebrate some of the wins that you have had. We would love to celebrate those because it's just like, and I think that, like you were saying, it's like that success begets success. Right. Right. So it's like that sensation of, oh my gosh. Yes. Like as you really count those wins and like you said, the things that feel small to us sometimes are the things that are the biggest. And I feel like we discount ourselves so often and you know, like try to say that our wins are small when they're really huge. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also nice to ask people that are close to you, that you love, like the supportive people in your life, like what, what are you celebrating for me this year? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that that can be such a wonderful way to get perspective on the ways that other people view what you've accomplished. No question. Yeah. If you are yeah. so stuck in the, in the self-criticism, which trust me, I've been there, have, have people help you with this exercise, reach out to your tribe and, and ask for three things that they've noticed, you know, how you've shown up this year. And, uh, and you know, the, the part about becoming, I love that you brought that up because so much of, I think how we view goals is in the doing. And really for me, the way that I, I like to teach goal setting, isn't even that word of goal setting, but it's more about how do you want to feel on a daily basis? You know, what, what is going to 
give you that feeling that actually is the end result of what a goal looks like, but to feel love, what is that going to look like for you to get to that place? It may mean that you have to give up that toxic relationship that isn't working for you. Maybe that's on your list this year. Maybe you've done that, you know, maybe that's one of your attaboys, but there's lots of ways to uh, do this exercise in a way that just really gives you that perspective of holy crap, we are, I'm a badass, you know, I'm actually doing really, really well. And by the way, it's only November 26th. So yeah. have, what is that? A lot, you know, over 30 days yeah. to, to keep going. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I think also really looking at how have you been there for other people this year and celebrating that? How have you been there for yourself this year and celebrating that? And I, like you were saying, like the projects, you know, my husband and I cleaned out our, our studio in the back, which we had been putting off for years for various reasons. And I was so glad you brought up that closet. Cause I don't know if that would, I, I kind of forgot about it. I think we're really good at having amnesia when it comes to our own accomplishments and our wins and the thing and our successes mm -hmm. and the things that we really want to be celebrating. And I just think sometimes you need those reminders of like, hello, could you just remember that you did X, Y, Z this year? It's like, oh yeah, totally forgot about that. That was huge. Well, and, and holding space is an, for others is another really big accomplishment that I think that we lose sight of that I've had several clients hold space for people going through suicide this year that wow. that's a huge accomplishment to just yeah. sit in the stillness of that person's journey and just be there to listen and to hear. And there's so much of that going on this year that there's tons of times that I'm sure we've all shown up in various ways that we don't give ourselves credit for. Yeah. Um, you know, that they do, do look at those, look at, and, and I like to kind of really go back to day one. Okay. How did I start the new year? Where was I? What was my intention? If that's something you do, what did I want to feel this year? If that's something you do and maybe go back to that list without judgment of going, okay, I haven't done anything on that list, but instead just go, okay. So some of those things I did, some of those things I rerouted into better things you know, all of the best things in life don't end up on your to-do list. They just, right. you know, they show up in a different way in life, the serendipitous way that is so magical. So um, there's many, many, many ways to celebrate what you've already done this year. But I think just getting the list going. Really so important. huge. So huge. And I think also going through your calendar can also help with this. You know, you can actually go back to January of this year and look in your calendar because again, it's amazing how much we forget and our inner mean girls, they, they will totally make us forget all the things that we've accomplished. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is so huge. I love that you do. I always call it like the year end inventory mm -hmm. and really doing that. And so I'm curious for you, because I know inevitably we're also going to be looking at intentions, like disappointments that we've had and failures and things that we tried this year that were total flops. I know I have many of them, right? Like all of those things that didn't go so well. So I'm curious for you, Liz, and the work that you do and what you do personally as well, how do you deal with processing those failures and those losses? <laughs> Tequila? Is that an answer? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. That's not my real answer, but that's my partial real answer. Um, Tequila with a slice of lime no, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, on a beach with an umbrella. Right. So, exactly. You know, I, I have learned the hard way, a great deal of self, um, 
self-compassion, I think is, is the word I want to use. Mm -hmm. And it is not something that, I mean, I used to beat myself up and be my own worst enemy until I got to a place where I was really overweight. I was really unhealthy. I hated who I was. I hated what I was doing in my life, how I was showing up, just who I was being. I just didn't like any of it. And it wasn't authentically who I was. And so I spent a lot of years really understand, you know, I tried every diet. I tried to reroute the system, go the shortcut, just get the quick answers. And what I really realized is that it started with self-love and mm-hmm. self-compassion for me. Mm-hmm. So I have that pretty uh, in- intertwined into my daily existence where I don't really beat myself up. I try to bring laughter in now as opposed to criticism. Yeah. So a little exchange there of going, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, <laughs> You're going to have, you're going to have a miserable life. And at least I would, because my, my criticism voice is pretty brutal. Um, that now I just, you know, I, I laugh at myself and, and I also look at myself and go, okay, so you didn't get that done. You didn't do that the way you thought, or you just flat out fell on your face. So now what, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, cry if you need to go have the tequila if you need to, whatever, but (laughs) Um, but get back in the game in a way that you, you change the mindset, you, you shift your vantage point of how you're looking at something. And instead of seeing it as, you know, orange and purple, maybe it turns to black and white or green. And all of a sudden you're seeing a different way around what you were trying to do before. But, um, I think that's a really good point you bring up because I think in this day and age, there is so much pressure on women to be this image of perfection and to be able to do all things. It's driving me crazy. This superwoman effect. I'm like, seriously, we're all going to fall on our faces if we don't learn how to, uh, support each other in the idea that it's okay to be messy. It's okay to color outside the lines. It's okay not to get through all of the tasks that you're meant to get through, you know? And Um, that's where that self-compassion for me, I mean, the way we treat children is so full of compassion and love. And then you look at how you treat yourself and it's like, well, shoot, I don't even know if that exists in my relationship to self. So I think that's for me, a huge, huge step. I love that. I think that self-compassion is, well, you know me, I mean, that's such a cornerstone of the work that I do for myself and do for the world and do in my books and all that stuff, because it is such a huge peace. And I, you know, I always, whenever I'm talking, especially to working moms, but to women in general, like you said, like the superwoman effect is insane and really understanding that life exists with the to-do list. That's never ending. Mm -hmm. There really won't be a moment where you've just got it all checked off and everything's perfect. And that's that. And it's like going, well, who am I going to be in the face of this and really understanding who are you going to be when you do disappoint? yourself or you disappoint another? And how are you going to be with yourself? I always love um, the Winston Churchill quote, uh, success is leaping from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I just think that's yeah. so awesome, you know? <laughs> that's exactly it. And if we can do that, I mean, because, you know, all greatness comes from failure. There's failure along the way. We're going to fail. We're going to trip. We're going to stumble. We're going to make lots of mistakes. That is the lesson, right? Is that there's this deep rooted thing that we need to, I almost think of it as like this, um, you know, treasure chest where you go and you pick up the stone from, from that lesson and you carry it on into your next task. Mm -hmm. And it's like a video game where you keep collecting these 
lessons along the way. That's life. And I think the thing that I just wanted to say about the self-compassion and self-love that I get a lot of pushback, um, especially from women, because we are caregivers, we're nurturers. Um, there's a lot of comments about how that's selfish. And uh -huh. I just want to speak to that for a second, because I think that's such an interesting thing um, from the standpoint that every time we get on a plane, every single speech, it doesn't matter which airline it is fun Southwest or whichever one, <laughs> they always tell you to put the oxygen mask on first before right. giving it to anyone, any, anyone that you love more than you love yourself. Your child is sitting next to you and they still tell you to stick that oxygen mask on first. That to me is self-love and self-compassion. If mm -hmm. you don't have those as the foundational root of how you're operating in life, you're going to struggle and it's going to, there's going to be times where it's just going to be more difficult for you to, to really navigate through tough waters. So if you don't have that practice, just think about that oxygen mask and maybe uh, dive into it a little bit deeper, especially this holiday season, because you're going to, we're going to need it. You know, it's so interesting. I ended up hosting Thanksgiving this year and had about um, 20 people here and I was did getting, we were getting, I did. I did cook. I mean, I had people bring stuff too. Yeah. Let me tell you. And my mom basically kind of does the whole dinner. Don't tell anyone, but yeah. um, <laughs> my mom is amazing at this. Um, I mean, I cooked the turkey and the mashed potatoes and the green beans and made a salad. So that was pretty good. I thought, awesome. you know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but you know, here's the thing about turkey. Like my parents, my parents actually prep it. And then I pick it up because I can't fit it in my refrigerator. So the prep work is all, is the hardest part. Like that's like literally the hardest part. The rest is you just put it in the oven and then baste it every once in a while. So it's easy, but it was really interesting because I was the, the morning of, and we were getting the house ready and, you know, especially having little ones, it's just like, it's a whole thing, right. Getting the house ready. And I was like looking around and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have gotten that project done. And then like, all of a sudden I felt the inner mean girl attack coming and it was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to go down. And then I thought, <laughs> she's you know going to take me, she's taking me down. And I was just like, this is, this is absurd. I mean, I really, it was like, I was beating myself up because we hadn't painted the outside of our house. And I'm like, Amy, it's not going to happen today. Like it's not happening. Great. We'll put it on the list of things to save up for or whatever. But it was like, okay. And, and then I finally said, I'm just going to go on a run. That's what I'm going to do. Nice. And so then that's what I did. And I was like, you know what? It's enough. Like I got the house prepared enough and I went on a run, which to me is like ultimate self-care. And it was just like, it, it felt so good in that moment to make that decision to put my oxygen mask on first, mm -hmm. because I could, I would have driven myself and my sweet husband totally nuts for the next like hour if I would have stayed home in that space. And that to me, the fresh air, getting your heart rate up. You know, for some people it's yoga, for some people it's running or walking or whatever it is for you. What is that your version of putting your oxygen mask on first Right. and really understanding because we, self-care looks different for everybody. It's not just bubble baths. Although for me, that's definitely on my list, but it's like, you know, there's just so many different ways that we have to take care of ourselves. No question. No yeah. question. And especially this time of year, I just think it's, you know, it, it I feel, um, I, I was a corporate event planner for years for fortune 500 companies. So I would go around the world, putting on these massive events where we'd fly in famous singers. And I mean, huge gifts every single day for the top 1% of corporate culture. And 
So it was perfection to a T. So you can imagine. And then I was a wedding planner after that. So you can imagine what you're saying to me. I'm like, oh my God, do I resonate with painting the house like last minute before the Thanksgiving guests come? And what, what I've uh, adopted now, actually, I think just to swing it the other way, I love nothing more than to invite friends over for like pajama night. And right. it's like potluck and you bring whatever you want, but you cannot get dressed up. You have to wear something that you're going to like, you know, sweats or, I mean, now yeah. it's all the trend, right? The sweats. Yeah. <laughs> but, <Right. laughs> but I'm talking about like down home. Lounging. Yeah. Lounge and just, yeah. and it has been one, some of my favorite nights with, with people that I love because there's no pressure. We're not trying to be something we're not, we're not trying to be so freaking perfect. And right. You know, it's nice. It's nice to get messy. I love that. And I, I've, I've actually was thinking about that for this holiday season. I was like, maybe we should host a pajama party. We can like play games and wear our pajamas <laughs> and the kids can be in the other room playing games and wearing their pajamas because oh, yeah, yeah, it's just like the whole getting dressed up and all that stuff can sometimes be fun, but sometimes it's just exhausting. No, there's a time and a place for it. No question. And sure. I love, I love getting dolled up, but I also prefer most of my preference is just to you know, have a, have a nice meal with some great friends around a fire or whatever, a movie, whatever it is. But I'm trying to implement more, more of that because I think culturally we're craving that we're so strung out of go, 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 go that it's nice. And that's why I think I'm actually so excited about our event in January, because if we haven't mentioned it yet, Amy and I are, are doing a, um, three day incredible women's gathering, soulful, soulful, soulful event for the new year. And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am, Amy, to be doing this with you out of all people, because everything we're talking about, it's going to be like the best girlfriend, intimate, um, relaxed, open your heart, get the support you need, but it's going to be set at 8,100 feet above sea level in Vail, Colorado, which is where I live. And it is such a magical, we're doing it right in Vail Village. And it is such a magical place to just let everything go and really open yourself up for transformation to happen. And so everything we're talking about today, I feel like we're actually already in the retreat on some levels because we're going to be doing a lot of this talking and, and guiding through how to really get the inner critic out how to step into confidence and self-love and to position yourself for the best year you've, you've had yet and to get the tools that you need to do that. So I'm so excited, Amy. I'm so excited too. And you can check it out at soul to soul live.com and soul to spelled T O soul to soul live.com. Um, and actually right, you know, it's cyber Monday for those of you that are with us live right now, mm-hmm. it's cyber Monday. So we thought we would extend an early bird discount, which mm-hmm. ends, I think in like t- tomorrow, right? Liz? No, it's, it's ending tonight at midnight. It's, it's so ending tonight. Okay. So it's ending tonight at midnight. <laughs> yeah. So definitely you want to check it out right now. Come and join us. Also the first 10 women that enroll. And I know some of those spots are already taken up are also right. getting a very special 
call group coaching call with Liz and I before the retreat um, in December. So you definitely want to be one of those first 10 soul to soul live.com. I think that one of the things that I'm most excited about, so Liz, you know me, like I'm not a skier, um, a downhill skier. I'm super excited though. Cause I really want to try cross country skiing. Cause I think I would really enjoy that, but I'm not a heights person. So for me going on the, the lifts is not my thing, but I'm so excited because I actually love the snow and being in the crisp air surrounded. I mean, you have to go to soul to soul live.com to see the pictures of where we're doing this. It's just, it's so majestic and magical. And it just feels like literally giving yourself the gift of a clean slate surrounded by all that white snow. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. And then the sisterhood and the laughter, and I'm sure there'll be tears in a great way, the releasing. And then also all of the intention setting that we're going to be doing because I know for me, it's one of the most important things that I do all year is set my intentions at the beginning of the year. So we're going to be walking all of the women that are there with us through our special processes and rituals that we have around that. Yeah. Plus, plus, um, one of the things that I really believe to make shifts happen is to do things that you've never done before and to get out of your, your comfort and to try something new. And so there's going to be a lot of new in terms of movement. So, um, we're, one of our partners is soul cycle, which is doing a pop-up in Vail this winter. I'm super excited. Um, I actually helped them secure that to come to our town and we're going to be doing soul cycle together for those that really want to partake in that, which I'm hoping everybody will, cause it'll be all different levels. Everything's going to be all levels and all of this. Cause it's really just about your own journey and really tapping into something deeper than you probably ever have in your life. But we're also, um, going to be snowshoeing together. We're going to be doing a lot of really cool mountain events that, um, we've got great partners that have decided to jump on board with Amy and I to create this really special gathering for you guys. And, um, one of the things I'm most excited about is we're having a phenomenal, uh, celebration party on Saturday night with our local jewelry store, which if you could see this store, it's so beautiful, right in Vale Village. And they are going to do um, a party exclusive for us with one of my favorite restaurants is going to cater and champagne. And one of their um, favorite jewelers is going to highlight some of, of his stuff. And just, Amazing. I don't know, it's, it's just going to feel like a fun celebration of, of embracing all that there is to do in the mountain towns. So um so if you haven't been to Vail or if you live in Vail, it doesn't matter. It's going to be just an awesome experience. It really is. I am so excited for it. So as we wrap up here, again, that URL is soul2soullive.com. Liz, I want to ask you one final question that I ask all my guests here on the Amy Ayler show. And that is what is messy and what is magical about your life these days? <laughs> How, how long do I have to answer these questions? However long you want. <laughs> you, know, you know, what's funny is that I feel like the majority of my life is very messy right now. Um, I manage five different companies and there's not a day that's predictable in that. And so it's very messy of just having to roll with the punches and laugh a lot and do the best I can. Um, so that for sure is messy. There's some personal stuff that's messy too. Um, struggling with a lot of people around me that are questioning life on this earth right now in these hard times. So, um, so really extending space for them. 
is feels really heavy and messy, but it's also part of the the journey that I think a lot of uh, America's on right now or the world's really at large. Yeah. So having compassion yeah. around that. Um, magical. Is that what the other yeah. that was? The magic in life for me is just to sit back and, and observe with awe. I think that um, mm-hmm. life in all of its glory, the good, the bad, the ugly, there's always this magical piece that reminds me of, uh, and, and maybe I'm just talking about snow so much because of our, our retreat, but also we just got a big, huge snow storm here. But when the snow falls, the crystals are so individualized. And when you look at the crystal, it has this incredible bundle of magic in it. And that to me just feels like that awe-inspiring gift that is not just in the snow, but all around us, if we're really awake enough to look for it. So I challenge myself every day to be awake enough to see that magic because it, it exists. It really awesome. does. Yeah. Thank you so much, Liz. I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation and everyone make sure to make your lists of the wins. And I would say even set an intention if it's there one win you want to create before this year closes up, because there, as you said, Liz, there's still time. There's still time, but (laughs) but definitely take that list with, with grace as you, as you jot out all the things, be proud of yourself as opposed to going into that self-criticism. That was what the whole point was. Uh, exactly. I love it. And I hope to see all of you in Vail with Liz and I for Soul to Soul. It's going to be awesome. Uh, come play with us. So much love. Bye-bye, everyone.